When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. I'm just telling you, Alex is really nervous, so just make him feel comfortable. He gets really nervous. Yeah, okay, he is, he's really nervous. Um, we're live. Okay, awesome. This is like the third time someone said we're live, but this is the only actual time that we are live. First two people were just joking around. When did they say that? I don't know. You you were here when we were... Anyways, checking mics. Uh, Andrew Curlin here, Dirty Mo Live, here with Travis Rockhold, Alex Timms, producer of the Dale Jr. Download. Um, Timms, welcome. Thanks, welcome man. to Dirty Mo Live. Thanks for having me. Is this the first one this year that you're you're on? It's been a while. I know that. Yeah. I don't know when I was last on. How does it feel to be back in the studio? Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. I mean... It's been a while. Know, yeah, it has been a while. Yeah. Yeah. He's always watching from above. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always watching. Always, Big Tim's fan. He's always watching from above, quite literally, <laughs> most of the time editing um, the Dale Jr. download. But it was a light, lighter edit of a week for you with it was. Business and Motorsports. But that was a good episode. A great episode with Sam Flood. You guys check it out. We also had an Ask Jr. in there. Very we nice did. Ask Jr. A lot of good questions. You were on that episode. I, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You did great. Yeah, I was tardy, actually. You were late, but you know late. You made up for it with some great questions. Yeah. So I was actually sitting out here in the hallway for probably 15 minutes because you're like, all right, Ash Jr.'s about time, ready to go. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get here early. So I was sitting out here in the hallway, and then it came to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm just going to run upstairs because I need to get some stuff done. I'll just have you text me yeah. when you're ready. Well, of course, you texted me. People called me. I didn't get, like, my phone just didn't get any of those calls. Do you believe this? And so I actually... uh I got a call from the reception desk saying yeah. it was time to go, and that's when yeah. I knew it was time to come to Ash yeah. Jr. Yeah, you called the principal's office because you I were was. so late. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was definitely awkward walking yeah. in here. Everyone's <laughs> looking at you. Yeah, waiting for you. Yeah, it was awkward. Anyways, Let's make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, listen, you guys, you guys were in Nashville this past weekend. <laughs> we were, and I've heard I've heard plenty of stories <laughs> already, um, and I think we even have a. A video that Tim's, I think you I've, threatened to release the video, I right? Did, I, I did. I've been trying to pay him off. <laughs> to <laughs> and we made it to Dirty Mo Live, but I think you're talking Wait, you guys have it? We've got it. And, and it's, it's, it's ready to go. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, we're not, no. we're not going to get to that quite yet. Um, overall, how was, how was Nashville? Y'all were at Old Red, right? Old Red, live Dale Jr. download. It was awesome. The crowd was electric. It was my first time in Nashville altogether, so... I almost didn't come back. I really? loved it. Really? Your first time in Nashville? Yeah, I'd never been. Surprisingly, I know, right? Huh. Big I, for some reason, thought you had been before. No, I've always wanted to. It was number one on the list, and uh, I just waited till the company went there, and then I went <laughs> you there. Went the <laughs> you went there. You're like, yeah, I'll go to Nashville <laughs> if I have to, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you're you're from Nashville. No, I but I was living there before I moved here. Right, right. That's right. So, I'm yeah, I had uh, was there for like 15 months, and so I flew in on Thursday... Uh, stayed with some friends, went out Thursday night, uh, and then uh, I think it was out to like twelve thirty ish on Thursday. Dang Thursday! We had a friend that um, 
was not even later. The ring camera showed him getting back at 3.59. Wow. He had a 10 a.m. flight. Good for him. Yeah. So the, sh- the show, though, was uh, it was awesome. You should have seen. Tim's had the crowd on the edge of their feet going nuts. This man walks up on stage and starts chucking shirts and hats to the crowd. I've <laughs> never, like, the command of the crowd that he had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so before the like Dale was, and Mike came yeah. on, me and Travis, our roles were to get the crowd hyped, you know? Mm-hmm. So Russell Dickerson played before, awesome show. And then... You know, a lot of people, would, like, they didn't know what was up next. We're like, oh, well, this is the opener, right? And then, uh, yeah, our job was to throw some T-shirts and uh, get the crowd hyped. And let me tell you, people go nuts if you have a t-shirts. free hat and a T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. I, like, they took us, like, I had to go kind of through the crowd a little bit. And some dude was, like, about to maul me for a hat. <laughs> and You're like, just take it. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Like, I got almost security <laughs> escorted to the stage because people were going nuts. And but the energy just like That's goes right to you. you yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was I was pumped. Yeah. I got a little into it. <laughs> and then my job was to actually introduce the guys, and let's just say I was nervous. Were you? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Pucker. So I saw the video of you introducing everyone. Um, it seemed like you gave Mike. <laughs> Way more energy, enthusiasm than Dale Jr. Well, because it's like, as I said in the video, do I even need to say Dale's name? That's right. I don't need to. So I was just, you know, you know, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Like, I didn't need to, like, where Mike, I, it, also Mike's name is just very, like, easy to just, Mike Davis, boom, boom. Yeah, like, bam, bam. Yeah, but Mike wasn't expecting me to separate the two. I think he was expecting me to say Mike Davis and Dale Earnhardt Jr. And I let it breathe. And then he realized that he needed to come up there. I was, you know, yeah. Listen, well, Travis really did a good job of commanding the stage. Like, you know, he was nervous. He was saying, "Oh, I'm really nervous." And then he walked around <laughs> that entire stage in like he had a mission. <laughs> he was like, "I'm introducing Mike Davis." Yeah, and you're preaching to the crowd. I was there. Yeah. trying to make eye contact with some fans, make them feel, you know, welcome. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so all right. The the show was on Friday, but you guys stayed <laughs> on Broadway. Even even took a boat out on Lake Nashville, was it? <laughs> <laughs> so we were What's out, the name of the lake? Uh, I think it was Lake Hickory. Okay. Um. So yeah, we stayed. We both left on uh, Sunday, and so um, Saturday we went out on the lake. We got to the boat, I think, at like nine thirty ten, and we're out on the lake until. Uh, what one? Like one, one thirty. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Good and amount so, of time. So you know, like for the lake. So we got our morning started. We were throwing them back at ten o'clock. Yeah. Damn. All right. So when did uh when did the infamous video happen that we're about to uh we're about to show everyone? What time? I can't even tell you what time or where. But like what day? <laughs> Saturday night. Okay. So yeah. so Travis, you want to tee it up? For we us? were. You attempted to get on a mechanic. We board. were probably at at least eight hours in. I'm gonna. So we had <laughs> yeah. had had. Uh, moonshine had been consumed already. Like we have, we were running the gamut on things, and I was trying to talk Tim's into uh, getting on a mechanical bull, and he said he wouldn't do it unless I did. So I said, "Sure." I should have let went, made him go first. I didn't. It was he ran up to that bull. I didn't run he up to the ran bull. up to that bull. I went up there to get on the bull, <laughs> and uh, the operator he screwed me. Yeah. I have seen Allegedly. the video. I disagree, but maybe we uh, 
Watch, pull up the video then. Just pull it up and watch. Are we good with the video? Yeah, we are. All right, I think we pull this video watch. up. We let everyone uh, interpret for themselves. Here we go. All now, right. Now watch this. The bull starts moving towards me as I'm trying to get on, so I can't get up and over him. The bull operator, he attacked me. Did he? Yeah. And everyone's trying to say, I just couldn't get on. No, he came... It moved at me. I couldn't do anything about it. I I think you just fell off. Uh, yeah. The, if you <laughs> look on. at it, he he it slightly moved, but I, I'm not saying he didn't move it, but he didn't move it to the point where you couldn't. There was no bounce in that second getup. <laughs> my left leg was being pinned. You thought you by this no. bucking bull that was like in the PBR. I think your athleticism failed you on that, and you thought you were getting on it. But if you look in the background, I'm there's the yeah. You're in the background. Yeah, it's me and the girl that was going after us, and we at the <laughs> same time look at each other when he falls off and she goes oof like you knew it was bad <laughs> when that happened and so i we were with uh two of my friends and so my friend wendy was the one that was taking this and at the second that it happened it's like oh no and then she sent it, <laughs> she sent it to alex and i was just like yeah and now i have proof it's, yeah i i got I, screwed by the sky I also don't think it was very helpful, at least for the sake of that video, that you were barefoot. I know you had to take <laughs> your shoes off. Yeah, it wasn't my choice. But it just adds to it being. Oh, it's way more a funny. funny video. Yeah, it's way more funny that he was barefoot. Yeah, the whole he's time. like, where are yeah. his shoes? Like he's fallen. <laughs> like, uh, and the fact he fell away from the camera, which was like <laughs> more funny. Yes, yeah, so it's just like out of frame. Yeah, the whole thing was hilarious. I think that just about sums up your national. Okay, trip. but so hold on a second though. I might have fallen off the bowl, but. I kept going the rest of the night. Zero complaints. Yeah. Alex claims that like he dislocated his shoulder or something. He's still holding something his shoulder. How? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I was holding it. I've always had like a shoulder that's kind of iffy. Wait, are, do you rode the mechanical ball? Yeah, too? after Travis, I had no issues. I got on it like easy peasy. Yeah. And then rode Step it. Step one. Yeah. And then I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how many shots later we uh, had it consumed. And all of a sudden, my shoulder's in like agonizing pain. I had someone have to come pop it in for me. I was, then it was what? fine. I then was, was massaging fine. his shoulder yeah. at the bar. Yeah. It was wild. I don't know. I had an injury. And you think you dislocated it on the mechanical bowl? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There so, was an injury. <laughs> there so was an injury. He, oh, man. He should get more jokes than me. <laughs> but there was no video proof of that. Yeah, unfortunately, you got the video proof. And Alex went down and then like a I, champ. Yeah, too. I still survived the rest of the night as it got popped back in. So a f video of you. I don't know. I would. I don't think I do. Unfortunately, we'll have to pull it up on the next. No, nope, I don't. Yeah, I saw. Did you tweet it or maybe? You, I can't remember where I saw a message, but you're like, "Hey, if the fairgrounds ever comes back, like I wanna, I wanna uh, help out with that." Uh, anything. I'll sweep the track <laughs> with the broom. I don't care. I'll go back to Nashville. Doesn't matter. So tell me, how far away is the racetrack? It's a compared good, to the city versus like where the fairgrounds. So the be. racetrack is in Lebanon. It's a good forty minutes away. Oh yeah. The fairgrounds is like a jump, hop, and a skip over, like south, I believe. Okay. So it's close, like the uh, where the MLS team plays at, I believe, is near the fairgrounds. Got it. So it's it's much closer. Uh, so yeah, that, I mean, I understand why you know if you're a local, like, and also if you're visiting, it's like where do you stay at? Yeah. Do you stay near Nashville so you can go out a bunch? But then you have to make the drive, and then you're trying to get back from the track. And, you you know, if you're drinking, then you can't drive. And so it's it, it does make it tough uh, for people to navigate wanting to go to Nashville and the race. Yeah. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Interesting. It'll be, uh, I know there's been discussions of the fairgrounds coming back. I think it would be cool to implement that racetrack. I mean, heck, nothing's out of the picture with Wilkesboro's revival. What about, what about Nashville having two races at two different tracks? I'm game for it. I, I say like we it? do it. Yeah, I say we do it. It's just, I, I've, for someone who's never been to Nashville, even though the racetrack might have been 40 minutes away, that is a whole weekend you can plan and have the best time. And you can, you can see country music, you can see a NASCAR race, you can see all that stuff. And if you have it right next to where everything's at, I think it's a home run. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you should have seen, I met Alex at his hotel on Friday, and we were probably three blocks north of Broadway and walking out, and Alex instantly is like, I love this place. I mean, the brunch <laughs> place at his hotel was it was a, a legitimate party, a DJ playing at like 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. on a Friday. Yeah, I've been to Nashville once. It was for about half a day when I had just like a long connecting layover. And uh, the city did seem cool, but I want to explore it a little bit more. We'll have to go back when Chiefs opens. We need to go back and we need a, a man on the street with you. Cause oh, man. Man on the street in Nashville would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. I agree. Well, um... You know, Nashville, they uh, they have a couple of different forms of motorsports. And NASCAR, IndyCar races the streets there. We're going to the streets in Chicago uh, this weekend. I, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I mean, I grew up in the city of Chicago. That's my home track. I went to Chicagoland Speedway for a number of years. I think this is going to be a very cool event this weekend. In Chicago, what do you guys think so far of uh, what you've seen of the street race drivers' comments? What did Denny have to say? Uh, well, I guess it depends on what side aspect you're looking at it. On the track, I think there's some some nervousness. Uh, you know, William Byron was on uh, Actions Detrimental this week, and they were talking about uh, the lack of passing. Possibly, um, there's a few breaking zones, but right after that, it's they're sharp turns, so it's going to be hard to pass. So on the track, there may not be a bunch, but I think the atmosphere, you know, the build-up this week and before the race, stuff like that, is going to be, you know, electric there, you know, all the bells and whistles, you know, concerts and all sorts of, you know, they're kind of going with FM, F1 models with some different hospitality, you know, setups. So I think from that, you know, if you're there, I think it'll be cool. On TV, it, I don't know yet. You have to wait and see, you know. It, de- it depends on what you de- deem it as success because if they bring in a bunch of new fans, then you know, it's a net gain. But if it's you're not bringing too many fans and the on-air product doesn't look great, then who knows? Yeah, Tim's. What do you think? I think it's like I think it's going to be different, and I'm excited. It's a good different, you know. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know. We'll see how you know. We'll see how it goes, and um, I kind of go in there with no expectations, you know. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch and then have an opinion probably afterwards. But going in, I have no expectations or no opinions, really. That's interesting. Taylor Moyer, uh, Josh Berry's Xfinity Series crew chief, was on uh, Door Bumper Clear 
working on working on the audio. It seems like, yeah, oh Tim's. Tim's. Come on, man, fix your microphone. That's why I never on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he already he's breaking equipment left and right. It's ridiculous. Um, it's interesting you said that because Taylor Moyer was on DBC today. Josh Berry's crew chief, and he's kind of going in with the same expectations as you kind of just described. Like we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, even as a crew chief, he is like, well, we're. We're as prepared as we can be, and we're just we're ready to roll with the punches when we get on site at Chicago. Because uh, I really do think, I mean, we have not seen anything quite like this. So I think one area to pay attention to in the race is uh, turn four. So Denny was talking about he's done some sim work, and he's like, I spent like an hour, and I couldn't get past turn four. What do you mean couldn't get past turn four? He like, like, just like. Wrecking or whatever. He was wrecking every lap. I, th- wreck- I don't want to say. I don't want to put the word in his mouth because he didn't say wrecking, but he was just saying how like turn four was causing all these issues. I think it's a sharp kind of like ninety ninety degree. Do you know where it is located on the track? After turn three and before turn five. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy over here. Um. Great. That's going to be some really insider knowledge, specifically where turn four is in in the in the stack of all the other turns. What, what do you want me to say? It's on like, like Chicago. Like, know, it's on know, Michigan Avenue. It's I don't know. Ave- I don't know the oh. Chicago streets, Curlin. Yeah, but the yeah, I don't know. What? I don't know. I'll have to look at a map and see. But that I think why I ask is I think Dale is going to be stationed at Turn Four, so he's he could be in a very exciting corner this weekend at Chicago. Off to see. Wolf to, I'll, I'll, Wolf to next ask. time I'll learn my Chicago street name. Yeah, come on. You should have been more prepared for this. Um, so with racing on the streets of Chicago, we, we went out and reached out to social media and asked people what other streets, what other cities would you like to see the street course at? And we got some pretty interesting answers. I had a few on my lists that people were tweeting out, but then there were some other suggestions that – I thought were really cool. Um, off the top of your guys' head, before we get to the fan uh, reactions, what's a city you would like to see run a street-style race like we're about to run in Chicago? So the one that I want, I don't even know if logistically it would work and definitely be all, just from a track perspective, but also just from getting there, but I think it would be cool. Tokyo, you know that air, that major oh. area where like all the pedestrians walk across? Like If you had the cars go flying through there, Without pedestrians, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Without <laughs> the pedestrians there, like I think that'd just be cool. And like you know, I think if they went over, like go overseas once a year to a different market or whatever, different country or something, you know, I think that'd be cool. I don't. I, obviously, I get there's a billion things that you have to go through with that, but uh, in my hypothetical, you know, with the show here, I'm that's my answer. That could be cool because we've, you know. I can't remember who it was who came in and ta- I think it was Ben Kennedy on the download and Tim's you might be able to tell me uh, the clash was kind of they were thinking of doing that in a European arena or, or or that was the concept that they were going to bring across the pond across the Atlantic to somewhere else uh, was having a facility already there already established to race at well every city's got streets that could possibly be a window to get overseas is pick a city that exists and just set up some walls, set up some barriers, and you're good to go. So 
Yeah, Tokyo would be pretty neat. Ben Kennedy, I know you're watching. Ben Tokyo. Kennedy, yes. All right, we're, we're looking forward to seeing it. Tim's. what about you? Uh, I like New York City, just because I'm a New York guy. Yeah. But I think Chicago is kind of similar in the yeah. sense of it's like, it's a major, major city, so you're kind of going around that. Um, but I don't know, it'd just be cool to say you're racing cars in the streets of New York City. You know, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be? I mean, that would be pretty cool to yeah. see them eat through Times Square. Yeah. Do you think they can get Times Square blocked off? Listen. That would a, be pretty neat. I think Aunt Chip Ganassi came on the download and said he tried doing that many years ago, and it was a logistical disaster. That would be a nightmare. Which I bet. How, wait, Chip Ganassi tried doing it? Uh, with IndyCar, I think they tried oh. doing something like that. I could be wrong on specifics like that, but he came on. I do remember that conversation. But we're not Something here to give yeah. like solutions to how to get it done. We're just telling you to go do it there. That would be I mean, pretty you figure neat. It out. Yeah. Well, I think I remember, gosh, because it was a conversation coming up about the location of where we are in Chicago. I mean, we are smack dab in the heart of the city. It's very picturesque. We're, we're using some significant streets, marquee streets right along the lakefront. What, what street names? Uh, Michigan Ave's one of them. Columbus yeah. is another. Right. There's two. Lakeshore Drive, that's three. Don't ask me to name anymore. Right. Yeah, that's it. Um, but they were talking about New York, and there was some sort of, like, New York offered for, I think it was an F1 bid, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. They offered up a different part than the central part of the city for F1 to race at. They ultimately didn't go that direction, but... Um, in terms of finding real estate for the city, I think it would be interesting to see if New York ever became a place like where in New York would be the location that we would go to. Yeah, it would just be so hard to think about where where would Pit Road be. Yeah, like yeah, I know. So let's get to uh, let's get to some of our. Speaking, hold on though. Where is Pit Road for Chicago? Do you know that? Like, is that in a cool spot? I don't. I would assume it's along that like first front straightaway. Jesus, um, so many but man, Travis, you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to do some research. I'm not for the me. local. Yeah, you're listen. Right. Well, last weekend in Nashville, I rolled out the red carpet for my friend Alex here. I'm asking mm-hmm. a few questions to you from Chicago. I'm not even from Nashville, and I helped him. You can't help us. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Andrew. Yeah. What about going around like a major, like, why didn't they pick like around Wrigley Field? Like, I've never been to Chicago. Where is that? Is that not anywhere close to the city of Chicago? Wrigley Field's in in the city, for sure. I think the location they picked, honestly, is great. Uh, Grant Park um, and and that spot along the lakefront is already a venue that they use for types of big events. Not exactly like throwing a street race on, but where they hold Lollapalooza, other music festivals, Mm. um... Gosh, I'm gonna I'm blanking out on it. You know, uh, uh, culinary festivals and stuff like that. So like the the footprint is a good spot for it. And mm. I think picturesque. You've got the whole city skyline in the background. Is it by the big jelly bean? It is. Is it that is what the trophy the is? Is just a miniature Millennium version Park, of it? Right next yeah. to Grant Park. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, I think that that in terms of location, they did a very good job of of picking the best spot for the city of Chicago. Yeah, I'm excited to see the yeah the tv product of what it looks like let's get to um some of the suggestions the fans had kyle lawler lawler uh suggested toronto again another not united states city i've never been to toronto um but that could be cool especially to get the canadian fans interested yeah. in it yeah i'd be I all agree. for it I, th- <laughs> I think i think they're you know nascar fans are yearning to go back to somewhere in canada so i think you know why not, you know, give Toronto a try? You know, I know what is it, Montreal's everyone wanting to go back to, but 
try somewhere else. I think what makes a good street course is that kind of like scenic view and that, yeah. that I don't, this is really embarrassing what is that big tower in toronto is it what this, is it yeah i don't know is it's it a needle or whatever that drake yes, was on i don't know i don't know but that is like the what i picture a street course race that is the picture like you mm-hmm. think so toronto is actually a really good answer yeah uh keith said san francisco and that was actually one of the uh ra- like cities that i thought of in terms of being a good location for that um and a few other people said San Francisco. And one person said it's, they want to see how they navigate all the hills. Which that's what I just fun. thought of. Yeah, you that know? would be really fun. Yeah. It's the CN Tower. And what does it do? This is in Toronto. Um, there's a 360-degree restaurant at the top. It overlooks the Rogers Center of the where the Blue Jays play. Yeah. That's what I know. <laughs> I, <Okay>. think. Uh, <laughs> I think. It held the record for the tallest freestanding structure on land for over 30 years. Dang. Good for them. Yeah. How about that? But yeah, San Francisco would be cool. You could drive by uh, uh, the Full House house. Is that where it's located? I don't. It's out yeah. there. Is yeah, it? it's San Francisco. Yeah. All right. I don't. If, I mean, if you could find a way to go across, was it the Bay Bridge? Like that would just be so Golden cool. Gate. Golden Gate. Like that would be awesome. Yeah. That would probably be a logistical nightmare. <laughs> say. But damn, if it wouldn't be cool. <laughs> hey, well, we can dream. That's the one thing. Let's that, make it like a Martinsville, where like you just like yeah. do laps around the bridge. What's well, the one thing that uh, Nashville had for any cars? There's a few different bridges, and so they were able to use one of those bridges for the the cars to drive on. Right. So it was just a, a cool look. Oh yeah, definitely a cool visual of a car driving over water. Yeah, and I think we can hear Alex Tim's now. Right? Can you guys That's hear me? Consensus. Yeah, yeah, I awesome. think so. I got yes. thumbs up. Thank you to the team for working hard on that. Um, it wasn't your. It, I don't think it was you, Alex. I say we maybe, blame him. Maybe though. you did break the. Listen, mic, I just kept talking in case somebody could hear me. Yeah, exactly. If not, it's my hear myself. Can we blame so. him, Dustin? For, for the just first half, he was just perfect, speaking yeah. into the void. He blames us too. Yeah. This next one is uh, my favorite. I don't know who said it. Go ahead, it. from Chris Berg. Uh, at least I think it's the one on my list here. Uh, the Long Beach uh, yeah. Joint IndyCar Weekend. If you could pull that off, what a weekend for race fans! Like you have IndyCar on, you know, Saturday and NASCAR on Sunday. So they do that at Indy, and it is a very cool. I've been, I went to that race last year, and it was really neat seeing both garages alive, and you've got Indy cars on track one, you know, one second, and the next thing you know, there's Cup cars on the track. It was a very cool visual. Especially me, who doesn't get to a whole lot of IndyCar races, that was a great way to experience IndyCar. So, again, Long Beach, and you know, listen, they're <laughs> they're trying to go out west, and so there you go. I think the only thing is, if we're gonna do, I think the Indy Road Course is more made for race cars and IndyCar. We're gonna have to see. I think Chicago being a street race, the litmus test of if this really works, maybe. A weekend like that, where we do an already established street course for an IndyCar race, maybe that's more of a real possibility than it will ever have been if Chicago this weekend is a success. I was going to say, is I wonder how different an IndyCar street race is to an NASCAR street race. Like, what do they need the same? Is the turns too tight for a NASCAR race to be thrilling and, I don't know, competitive? Like, I don't know. I think that's what we're going to find out this weekend. And I think that's where a Long Beach or a St. Pete that any car he goes to might not be good or could be really good for NASCAR. Yeah. And again, uh, on that same note, Chuck said Nashville slash Belle Isle, Belle Isle being in Detroit. 
um, again. And, well, I mean, we go to, to Michigan International Speedway, um, but the Belle Isle Street Course is also pretty scenic mm-hmm. and would be cool to check out. Yeah, I'm. I'm more. I'm going with the Nashville one. I know you. I, I vote Nashville. I mean Nashville. Well, I mean, you can't get any closer to the city than that. I mean, go. Can you imagine those cars going across the one of those bridges? It would be like it would just be awesome. Uh, you know, make it happen. Let's go. Give them three races. One in Lebanon, one of the fairgrounds, the road course. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to combine. You know, yeah. in, let IndyCar go there. Let Give NASCAR go there. Yeah. And I say we do three live uh, downloads I there, too. Second that. All right. Well, that makes it easy. Yeah. Let's just get the, the wheels in motion for this one, I think. Um, Denver, Green Bay were two others suggested by Danny. Denver would be cool. Mm-hmm. I, the Colorado market seems like it's completely untapped. Yeah. You know what's cool? It's, well done. It's like Thank the uh, those mountain scenic uh, views you get from when you go to like yeah. Fontana, Vegas. Yeah. That's what I picture of like Denver being or Colorado. Never been, so I don't know. I don't know how Green Bay would like I've never been to Green Bay. Because it's like a small town. Well you couldn't isn't it? like you couldn't like you think Lambeau Field, but you couldn't drive by Lambeau Field because that's like in a neighborhood. Yeah, but right. you think like that might be cool for but one you day. You can't go through a neighborhood though. Just a neighborhood? Yeah. Dude. Imagine hey. if you live on that street. Yeah, you know, Denny cool Hamlin is, run, is doing donuts in our cul-de-sac right now. Yeah, like, how exactly. cool would that be? <laughs> and I, it's like America if you go by Lambeau Field in a race car. Come on. Yeah, but it just you're not gonna have the turns. And I don't. Uh, that one wouldn't work. Let's just stick to Tokyo. Fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans. Yes. I, I love this one. Cool. That's a good one. Yeah. I. I uh, Shoot, I don't know who who tweeted this one out. I just wrote New Orleans. <laughs> I know it was a fan suggestion, so I'm sorry yeah, I'm gonna, if it was I'm you. I'm gonna look it up. That's um, very underrated. I like that. Yeah, it was. It was. I was kind of waiting for New Orleans. I was the, the two that came on the top of my mind were San Francisco and New Orleans. I feel like in really? terms of like interesting, notable cities that would be cool and niche enough, and and a place that we don't really go to. Although I guess we have Sonoma and San Francisco, so. Uh, New Orleans really seems to be the winner out of yeah. what I just described. Yeah, that, they would show up. I feel like that area. I feel like they. You tell them there's a NASCAR race coming, they'd be like, "Yeah, let's check Heck it out." Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. the party's uh, already started. Just Robert NASCAR race Robert started. Green, Robert Green suggests yeah. New Orleans. When's Mardi Gras? Just have like the week after. Yeah, I don't know when Mardi Gras is. I, I feel know. like it just happened. Is it March? I feel like I don't, I don't know, know enough about Mardi Gras. Dalton's nodding his head. To March. He's saying yes. It's in March. Okay, cool. We missed it, guys. Next year. Next year. Yeah, darn. Next year. Uh, I wrote down Tampa. I think Tampa yeah. would no, be... No, it was in February, guys. Dalton. It's February. It's March every year. He, he says what? it's... Wait, what? It was, like, February 28th. February 28th. So just barely February. <laughs> he says 95% of the time it's in March. Yeah, well, if there's leap year, then it's in February. Yeah. I try not to lie to our viewers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tampa. Tampa, I think, would be cool in terms of... So St. Pete. Yeah. Yeah, basically. What if they drove around that entire highway that goes from Tampa to St. Pete? You guys ever driven on that? I or have not. That is about like forty minutes worth of straight highway over the ocean. Really? It seems like, yeah, it's a long trip, but that would be some race. I think we just have him race uh, rush hour on I seventy seven. Yeah, yeah, actually, that would be interesting. 
And by the way, I've tried to navigate I-77. I am a firm believer that um, if you really try and work your way and weave your way slowly through traffic, you will make up time. Well, yeah. Like, but like, but but well, like well, like I know. This. What a take! <laughs> if you wave your way in and out of traffic, you well, will make up. There's time. a whole there's a whole MythBusters thing where it's like if you stay in the same lane, it's actually faster than it was weaving your way through. But but if I guess if you drink the, beer, you will get drunk. All right, you know what? Never mind. I, this is not my I will best say showing though, this week. I will say I it's took. Not, <laughs> I hope my mic is off. <laughs> <laughs> I did take the toll a uh, couple of the toll lanes on uh, Thursday, getting to the airport because yeah. it was. Traffic was awful, man. Yeah. At like 2 p.m. on a Thursday. Yeah. Backed up. Bad. Yeah. But I'm like, I guess what I'm trying to say to back myself up or maybe dig myself a little bit out of the hole of the, the statement that I just made because it was pretty stupid. But like, there are car like a line of cars where you think, oh, the traffic is bad, but it's just one slow car that's holding everybody up. If you just get out of the way, you're like, oh my God. Why isn't everyone doing that? You'd be amazed that traffic, like, 90% of the time is just human, people not knowing how to merge. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is, it's it's pretty wild. That's why we just need self-driving cars. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, not to get on a whole I-77 rant, because that's not why we're here. Um, yeah, so, all right. Out of this list, we all get to pick one. Well, hold on a second. That's our vote. What? Are we done? Yeah, I got through the whole. What about, so we had someone put Boston on the list? Oh, Boston. All right. Going around, going around Fenway? That would be cool. Seattle, Seattle, yeah. Uh, and then go ahead and like Seattle. <laughs> He's got a rivalry against Seattle, I guess. I don't think it would work. Seattle, no. <laughs> I think passing would be basically the same as F one, but Monaco. Nah, I don't want to go to Monaco. Yeah, for that exact reason. Like at least let's have a, a let's let's give ourselves. But some think, hope about that cool the, some think about how cool the think about how cool the qual- the qual- the qualifying could be that day. Yeah, Monaco yeah. doesn't work because there we go side by side way too much. Oh, I agree. But I don't think we could ever. Listen, I'm trying to get Dirty Mo to go to Monaco. I think I think Travis <laughs> just wants to go to these cool places. Yeah, <laughs> He's not yeah, really yeah. caring about the product. All right. <laughs> so out of the list, including Boston and Seattle, uh, we get to pick one. Where would where would you guys want to go? Final vote. I think I sold myself on Green Bay. Really? Yeah, I really Just did. Just the neighborhood. I think the neighborhood idea. Listen, the people who live there might not love it, but, <laughs> but I think it'd be, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. For uh, me. I'm not gonna pick the obvious one. I'm gonna go with San Francisco. Okay, that would be very interesting. That could be one where it could easily just be shot down right. Right from the ideas phase of just like the, <laughs> it is way too hilly and just. Too dangerous. <laughs> you know what? In San Francisco, they got to go down that like famous narrow yeah. winding road. Could you imagine that? Like that's part of the track. They would be zero passing. And if anyone got collected in a crash on that street, it would probably be a three-hour red flag just to get them on, you know, unstuck from there. But Let's that would it, be yeah, that would be interesting. Um, I think Denver, Colorado would be neat. I've I, I've been to Colorado once. I love that state. And the West Coast kind of seems like there's tracks here and there, but I would love to get some more West Coast representation in terms of tracks, and that could be a cool way to get Denver involved. I'm for that. Yeah. So that's what I've got. Um, Listen, we've got a great lineup of shows this week. Business of Motorsports with Sam Flood is out, including that S Junior segment where we talk. It's out right now. Go listen to it. (laughs) Uh, Dale talked about the pinball machine, which I didn't know the story behind. 
which was very interesting. So if you haven't heard it yet, check it out uh, on the podcast version. And then also I think we cut a full video of Ash Jr. since we didn't get a chance to do it live uh, for this week's show, so go check that I out. Play on that pinball machine. Y'all play that. Pinball. So you get the high score. Should we fired up after this? Yeah, like I think we need like a dirty mo pinball tournament. Like a hot, yeah. All right. We'll Each person gets like up. three tries. So Next you get the live, high we'll score. move all the cameras over by the pinball I think, machine. Like, don't you think that'd be awesome? That would be neat. Th- everybody gets three tries. Whoever gets the high score wins a trophy. Okay. Just find a trophy in the office and take it. Yeah. <laughs> wins a tumbler. Yes, yeah, we have plenty of those. Listen, or a Martinsville clock. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe that one. Um, DBC Taylor Moyer, uh, crew chief for Josh Berry, came in clutch, helping us out with uh, with some unexpected audibles we had to make during the show. Uh, it was a very interesting time, but man, he came in. It was actually the perfect week for him to come on and talk about everything with the Josh Berry news just coming out last week. Uh, he even said on his goals sheet in his office to start the season, it was not to win the championship. It was to get to Josh Berry he to said, And Kelly said that too, right? It wasn't just like, like that it was is basically cool. like they a company thing. invested in making their drivers the best they can be, even if it means they got to leave the team at the end of the year. Well, that's what I thought that was neat. Dale said uh, they've sent 10 drivers to yeah. The cup. Yeah. That I mean that's that's impressive. It is. Yeah, it's cool. I mean you, you come to think of it like And the list is very impressive. Yeah, too. it is like Chase Elliott, a champion. Yeah. Uh William Byron's having a fantastic year. Uh did Alex Bowen? Yep. Alex Bowen. We count him. Yeah. yeah, we count him. I mean uh, high caliber drivers coming out of uh Junior Motorsports and yeah. I know I'm missing some names. Speaking of Byron. Yeah, speaking of Byron, the, that's where I was gonna go next. The uh the first Denny called it the first official guest. I'm going to call William the second guest that Denny's mom was on. Yep. So I'm going to. But uh, William joined as the uh, Actions Detrimental Bracket Challenge champion. Uh, he said he would come on, and we finally uh, were able to get him on. And it was a, it was a fun interview. Uh, William was awesome, and then they, uh, they talked about their incident from Texas last year and Ooh. what went down. So... So now we have a new segment called Is It Too Late to Say I'm Sorry? I love that. So I have not gotten to that part of the show yet. I've been slowly catching up on it, but I'm looking forward I'm to it. I'm curious that. Uh, what fans would want the next driver to be about like that's had an incident with yeah. Denny. I'll give, give you one name. I'm guessing Ross would be a lot of people, but I don't know. I, I want. There's a few that I'd rather hear before that one. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I, actually, I'll give you one that might not be that popular the alex bowman martinsville one i don't know if it's now last year or a year ago Oh, when he like put the car in front of him right yeah Yeah. i think that's something that does not get talked about enough that was a wild moment at the time and uh i'd like to hear them talk that out what's cool is any any driver that denny gets on because i know dale has had several drivers he's had them talk about incidents that have happened on the racetrack but since Denny's podcast is so new, any driver you get on the first time, man, all these stories are going to come forward. So, I mean, I'm sure you could probably, you know, take random names, put them in a hat of cup drivers in the field, pick one, it'll probably be a good episode if they came on Denny's podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, William William is awesome. He talked about uh, Dayton, Ryan Blaney's sister. He got into that <laughs> a little bit at the end. So it was, it was a fun listen. Yeah. I I'm encourage people to check it out. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Dirty Modo. Tomorrow, tomorrow. We, got, we got an early morning taping. Uh, you know, we uh, chopped, took it on the chin last week. Uh, 
I, you know, listen, when he put that card out, I said, well, that's all, a lot of Toyotas. If a Toyota doesn't win, it's going to be bad. And, well, Ross Chastain drives a Chevy. <laughs> so, uh, luck, luckily, he uh, entered the week up 71 units. So, I'm guessing he probably lost 18-ish. Dang. Uh, we'll rebound, though. Having a loss and then going into a road course can kind of be a little. But I mean, I think this is his first. Well, and and how do you even prepare for Chicago? Like, there's no nothing to go off. Well, of. that's where the professor comes in with uh, his knowledge and his numbers and the predictor model that he right. has. And now, granted, though, you're right. Like, you have a model, but still, it's an unknown track. I mean, he- NASCAR is not allowing Cup drivers to drive in the Xfinity series; they don't get an advantage. Right. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. All sim work might be coming to big play there. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you gone through and have you done your master sheet of odds? It's it's almost finished. Uh, I think I'm missing a few things that... So uh, who are looking like the favorites for a race that has never happened before? um, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Give me a second here. I know uh, Chase is at the top. Chase is up there, and then you got the the usual suspects: like Reddick, Reddick uh, Byron, Larson, Almondinger, right? You know, Bush, Truex, kind of, right? You know, that makes sense. Probably just go with some good road course guys at first, and then kind of adjust as the weekend goes right. on. Maybe I yeah. don't know. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'm I'm guessing, you know, qualifying where you start is going to be huge because if you can get out there and if it, if it can stay green, who you know, who knows? With this course, it sounds like you could have. Uh, because uh, William Byron said a lot of uh, restarts and strategy will come into play. Are we getting no cautions, no stage cautions? Because it's a road course. I believe so. Yeah, that's big. Because I mean, there'll be cautions. There will be plenty of cautions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you bet on that. <laughs> there will be cautions. That's over under on cautions. That's yeah. I would love to do some of those like prop bets. Mm-hmm. They, the, but they 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 don't exist. Well, no, there's a lot that do exist, but they come out a lot of the props and stuff coming out on like Sundays. There's a good majority that are out now, but then on Sunday it, it really gets slowed. And then, all, I mean, NASCAR too is, if you can live bet, that's where it can get really fun. That would be interesting. The future's bright. It is. Travis, how is the, uh, the your crew's, uh, you know, standings, the bets you guys do at the end of uh, the shows? How's so, the standings Well, going? so we just started that. Um, I, I'm winning barely um, ahead of I think I was up a unit and lost, so I'm uh, at uh, even and I'm winning. Nice, that's. But, I mean, the crew's doing good. But it's each person just gets to make one bet with one, you know, fake unit. We're not putting any yeah. actual, any real money down, and so it's tough when you can only pick one and you're trying to also play the odds and not just go with, you know, a driver that's favored to say like pick Kyle Larson top ten. Like you'll win it, but if if he's minus whatever, like you're barely winning things, so you're trying to yeah. play some odds. And uh, I had a Chris Busher plus three hundred two weeks ago, cash for me. That was a good one. That's Ooh. good. Yeah, that's Sonoma. Yeah, I yeah, had him, yeah. I had him in a group bet against. I forget who it was. I thought I was Ty Gibbs. I had him this past week, and he just. I expect a little more out of him this weekend, but I mean, he's been racing good, but he just he let me down, and I need to let him know that it can't happen again if I pick him. Yeah, yeah, we'll get him on the phone. You can tell him face yeah. to face. My one claim to fame is, uh, and we'll we'll 
we can close on this. Uh, I I used to call in as an analyst every week on like a sports betting show, and I was like the NASCAR guy. Uh, and I told them before the Daytona 500 2021, I said, "Put your money on Michael McDowell," and he goes and he wins. The so race. did you put your money down? I did not. No, because I I couldn't bet. I was under 21. He didn't have. A I fu- guess that's. Kind of strange that they had an under twenty one kid giving gambling advice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they. I mean, yeah, I, I told him what to bet. I didn't bet myself. You told your but, dad to bet it. Uh, yeah, I know. And he called me. He, he called me after uh, after the five hundred. He's like, "Oh my god!" Because the guy guy on air put a bet on. It. He's like, "You want me so much money?" I'm like, "All right." Gave you nothing. Gave me nothing. <laughs> just but, uh, just excited, a call. And I never heard from him again. Phone call, and then I actually didn't end up hearing from him again after. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did too good of a job, but um, awesome. Well, thanks, thanks, uh, Alex, for thanks for having coming me. from above to uh, anytime to join us on Dirty Mo. Thanks Live. for getting your mic to finally work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can hear you now. <laughs> um, and uh, I'll be in Chicago this week. I'm looking forward to uh, heading over there. It's the home home city. I have one assignment for you. All right. When you get there, I need to know where Turn Four is at. I'll I'll find out for you. Okay. I, and actually, I'll probably consult Google first, so I probably don't even need to get. No, there I want to. F- I want out. a photo though too. You want a photo of turn four? Yeah. All right. I'll head Tweet over there. It. First thing I do. First thing I do. Anyways, um, thanks guys for coming on. Uh, Man on the street. Keep an eye out for it. We're gonna be in the streets of Chicago doing that. Man on the street. Parentheses course. That's what we're gonna call it. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you later. Thank you, Andrew. You're welcome, Alex. Check out Dirty Mode Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.